It's the most wonderful time of the year. You know, except all those aches and pains that creep up as the weather gets cooler, or God forbid you pull a Clark Griswold while putting up the lights. But what if there's a way to be able to enjoy the cold weather of the holiday season without the associated bodily aches and pains? Well, imagine no further as Evil CBD Topical Freeze Gel is here to the rescue. Whether it's to help that nagging shoulder injury from sports ball game of yesteryear, or it's to help alleviate those deep aches and pains, CBD Topical Freeze Gel from Ebels offers the industry best quality and strength to offer lasting relief from chronic pain. And this holiday season, all members of the Brian Nichols Show audience can get that perfect gift to self or stocking stuffer for that fitness fanatic in the family at an exclusive discount at checkout using code TBNS. Again, use code TBNS at checkout to get your discount applied to your order. Listen, the holidays are especially tough this year, so let's at least not spend them in pain. So use code TBNS at checkout to see the evil's difference today. And now, on to the show. Faced with an uncertain future, many business owners and technology professionals don't have the time needed to invest in their business technology strategies. And as a result, they're afraid of their technology getting outdated and putting their company and customers' information at risk. The digital future is already here, but with all different choices in the marketplace, it's difficult to know which one will be the best fit for you and your strategic vision. Imagine having the peace of mind that your business is backed by the right technology investments that are tailored for your specific need. Hi, I'm Brian Nichols, and I've helped countless business owners and technology professionals just like you, helping you make informed decisions about what technologies are best to invest in for your business. Voice, bandwidth, cybersecurity, business continuity, juggling all the aspects of business technology is messy. Let me help. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash help and sign up for a free one-on-one -on -one consultation with yours truly to dig deep into where you see your company heading and how we can align your business technology towards those goals. Again, that's briannicholshow.com forward slash help to get your simplified business technology started today. Victor Antonio, welcome to the program. Selling is all about really, it's, we're not selling a product, you're not selling a service, you're not selling value, you're not selling whatever you think you're selling, a solution. You're selling change. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. And this is why we talk about being the trusted advisor. You should be able to help use that expert guidance and all the opinions that I'm sure that you have and help lead them towards not just a decision, but the right decision. Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. What is up, everybody? Happy Thursday night to you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Cell Liberty. Uh, I am your host, flying solo tonight, uh, with good reason. So, uh, 2021 is coming to a close, so this is going to be our last live of 2021. Um, and we've got some big things planned in 2022. And just wanted to talk about those. So we're going to have a, a little bit of a quick, short episode here and uh, send you on your way as well as myself to go enjoy the holidays. 
But before we do, I want to look back at 2021, which was, in my opinion, a, a really big step forward for the entire Liberty movement as a whole. Um, and it was exciting to watch the entire, I guess my entire existence in the Liberty movement really started with, um, seeing how our candidate was criticized in 2020, uh, rightfully so. Uh, and, but I, I said, this can't be healthy behavior. This can't be a healthy way for people to interact. And, um, so I got together with a couple guys and, uh, you know, it interacted with uh, Dave Smith at the time, uh, somebody who didn't know me and uh, said, hey, what is this, you know, what does all this mean, et cetera, et cetera. And we started a conversation with myself, Reed Coverdale and uh, David Fight and Dave Smith that uh, let's work on getting this this movement together a little bit and we called it the liberty unity movement and it had some success but uh it it certainly had some problems throughout this year but i think a great step forward has been made in the way that we all communicate with each other and that is incredibly important because we are you know the minority among uh the the political class and all of these uh, in the duopoly, we really can't afford to constantly be at one another's throats. And that's what we were prior to 2021. But in 2021, I started to see that change a little bit. And as Brian Nichols says on his show, um, the conversation is changing. And we are starting to talk about the things that mattered. And so what you saw in 2021... Uh, was the conversation online and amongst libertarians and um, amongst these groups is the rise of this sort of uh, middle group. Um, there was some caucus warfare before. There was some issue, and don't get me wrong, Libertarian Party's full of all that 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 issues with what we saw in New Hampshire and Delaware and what they did to um, what they did to Karen Ann, uh, which is just uh, ridiculous. But. The conversation is improving, so I, I want to give you that little bit of hope uh, in that we are becoming better interactors, and that was sort of the mission that I set off on and said, okay, well, I come from the world of sales. I come from the world of leadership. I come from the world of you know entrepreneurship, management, personal growth and development, and everything in that space comes down to looking inward for responsibility and then taking that responsibility and teaching and applying your skills outward. So that's what I decided to do. I came up with the idea of the Carnegie caucus, which is, uh, we have, uh, and, and so that was my sort of grand idea was what if we brought personal growth and development into this movement? Well, then I had the pleasure of meeting, uh, the founder of cell Liberty, who was a couple months ahead of me, Brent DeRitter. And he was already on this journey of taking the concepts of sales and all of those things that in that space where you sort of every day find the energy to go out and succeed and bringing that skill set to the movement. And it was incredible to see what they did. 
And it was an absolute honor when he stepped away to decide to hand that to myself and Brian. And I appreciate you guys hanging around, and I hope we can bring you some good stuff that's going to continue to help you grow. Um, and then Brian opened uh, his show to me to give me a platform to talk about sales and how to apply that to the Liberty Movement, and that was a ton of fun. And then we started the show a few weeks ago. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. We've had some really good discussions. Um, and I'm really excited to carry that into 2022. Now, for you, uh, we're coming into the holiday season. And what, what I really want us... So we always like to talk about messaging. Or we want to talk about sort of who said what on a grand scale and that sort of thing. But I'd be willing to bet that a lot of you... If you were to go back in time and say, well, how was I introduced to these ideas of liberty and libertarianism? And I bet at some point there was a one-on-one -on -one conversation or a one-on-two conversation with an actual human being. So people ask me the question all the time, how did you come into libertarianism? What, how, how did you learn? Who introduced you to these ideas? And I have a pretty interesting answer. Um... I believe the three people most responsible for me being introduced to the libertarian movement is uh, I, I credit first and foremost John Stewart. Uh, if you don't know, I come from I, I'm originally from Alabama, and so we have a different brand of Republican. Uh, they are the conservative Christian, the Roy Moore types, the sort of gross, icky uh, televangelist type Republicans that. Uh, you know, want to mandate uh, conversion therapy type stuff. Okay, so that is the Republican that I grew up. That is the conservative stuff that I grew up around. Um, and so when I got into college, watching John Stewart point out all of these silly hypocrisies among the Republicans, and what I loved about John Stewart on The Daily Show was that he stuck it to his side when they needed it too. Um, I, it really sort of developed a healthy skepticism about politics for me. And that sort of primed the pump. So first and foremost, I got to give John Stewart credit for getting me out of my bubble. The second thing is uh, in 2016, we uh, I was introduced to libertarianism uh, by a person I hope to have on the show. Her name's Libby McKay. She was working on the McAfee campaign at the time. I was pretty disheartened with the uh, Trump campaign and was ready to leave and just sort of it, we were former co-workers and she was just kind enough to slowly introduce these ideas ask the right questions and sort of point me in the direction uh and then the person who kept me after the 2020 uh or 2016 election was austin peterson who uh unfortunately has left the libertarian party but continues to be a great libertarian uh nonetheless in the the gop so those are the three that I credit, but the the one sandwiched in the middle really is the one who got me across the finish line, and that was Livy McKay. So the question that you need to be asking yourself in 2022 is who can you be the Livy McKay for? Maybe it's your coworkers. Maybe it's your family. And Spike and I talked about this back in episode one. Each one teach one. If we simply focus on and introduce these ideas to one person per year, 
All right, every election cycle, that's four more people, and they teach one. And so it's a whole, it sounds like a pyramid scheme, yeah, but pyramids grow, all right? That, that's sort of what multi-level marketing does. It grows very fast, very rapidly with enthusiasm and ideas. So who is that person that you can get across the finish line? And I want you to focus on improving and having better conversations with them to get it over the finish line. Because if you simply bring one and everybody does that, you've doubled our influence. You've doubled our movement. And it's here Here we are four years later uh, after Libby introduces me and all of these things are happening uh, for me to, to be sort of thrust into influence uh, in the party and running for uh, a position in the National Party in Reno in 2022. All because Livy took the time to answer some questions, to hear me out, and uh, I'm forever grateful. So who can you be that for, and what can they accomplish over the next two to four years? So I want to give you some strategy as you go into, if that's potentially with friends or family, over these next uh, few weeks before we reconvene in 2022. And that is, a, I, I was thinking about it, and... I wanted to come to the uh, approach from the Challenger Sale, or a, a book uh, written a few years back. It was pretty revolutionary. It showed that relationship builders and you know all, all of these different types of salespeople actually aren't that successful compared to what they called the Challenger. And what challengers do is they try and under they know. The, their customer, their prospect, and their prospect's business on a deeper level than even the prospect might. And so first and foremost, if you're going to approach friends and family from a challenger sale perspective, make sure you've got your good questions on point. And ask questions, not seeking to have a rebuttal or start a debate, but ask questions so you understand what this person uh, cares about, what the, what is valuable to them, and that's where we want to stay on topic and on point. Then, do not ever talk about solutions early on in these conversations with this person that you might be trying to get across the finish line. Don't tell them, well, what libertarians believe, what because they don't care. Okay, that that nobody cares what libertarians believe. They're they're not interested in that. That that means nothing to them. Well, the libertarian stance is it doesn't matter. Stop talking about it. It doesn't change anybody's mind. Nobody is going to go, well, since libertarians say that, well, then I guess. No, they don't care. Okay, so that's number one. Talk in terms of what matters to them. What they've shared with you is to them. So don't talk about the solutions. Instead, you want to take the time to uncover their problems, what they're struggling with, what's most important to them, the issues that are top of mind. Number two, focus on getting to the root cause of those problems. Help them ask questions and go down a journey of self-discovery. So, for example, if somebody says, oh, man, the gas prices are through the roof and I, I, uh, inflation is out of control, what are we going to do, blah, 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 right? Don't go, well, Bitcoin is going to stop, okay? 
what you want to understand is they don't they don't speak on the same level about the same things that we do. So instead, when they say, "Oh, we're dealing with inflation and gas prices and you know, we can't seem to find anybody to hire at my job, et cetera, et cetera. Just go, yeah, I've been experiencing that too. That, that, that is, that's something I'm seeing a lot of people deal with. And God, it's just rough. Um, what do you think is causing all this? You will be amazed at the answers because most of the time they have no idea. They have no idea what's causing this. They'll say they they might at best say some platitudes about well it's Joe Biden and his <clears throat> okay yeah but specifically what's causing this problem why they don't know that it's because we printed a bunch of money told people they can't work and then paid them forty five to fifty grand a year to sit at home um, and that devalues the dollar and now people who have a lot of dollars find themselves having those dollars worth a lot less. Uh, and the people who had less find out that they can't buy as much with that. So instead, ask questions. See if you can get to the root causes of these problems. See if you can explain to them. And when you can't, offer it as a question. Well, what do you think about all that money we printed last year? What do you mean? Well, if I've got... So, shameless plug for liquid death, sparkling water from the Alps. If you live by a freshwater stream, okay, um, and somebody came to your door to sell you natural spring water, and they were going to charge you uh, $3 a bottle for it, you'd call them insane. However, if you were in the middle of the desert for you know two days with no water, you'd pay $50 for that spring water. It's the idea of supply and then demand. So money's always in demand, but if you increase the supply, it now becomes worth less. When you have a spring outside of unlimited water, that water in the bottle isn't worth very much. So... That is how you can sort of engage and help because if you get them to the root cause of the problem, the solution sort of, uh, it, it, it reveals itself. It really does. You don't have to sell them on our solutions. You just have to listen to the problems and help them determine what the root causes are. And when necessary, teach them what the root causes are. Then... Shift the conversation to what are their desired outcomes? What do they want? What is it that they want to see in the world? So, for example, uh, we talk about uh, healthcare. For example, they they may say, "Oh, well, I I want universal healthcare." No, they don't. That that or or, or I want Medicare for all. No, they don't. That's a solution. That's a product. Okay, that's their chosen product that they feel like solves the problem and the root causes and creates the desired outcome for them. So what is the desired outcome? The desired outcome is not Medicare for all. The desired outcome is that poor people can get health care. Everybody can get health care. They want everybody to have health care. 
Now, if you've done a good job finding the root causes, all of a sudden they realize Medicare for all isn't the answer. But you can still talk in points of desired outcomes. Say something like, yeah, I, I, you know, honestly, I want everybody to have health care too. And there's absolutely no reason that in this country we should not be able to get health care for everybody. They start to listen. They get a little floored by your uh, introduction to that idea because we're libertarians. We're supposed to, right, right. No, you want to bust all those preconceived notions because believe it or not, we want the same outcomes as 90 plus percent of people, normal everyday people want the same outcomes we do. But we don't talk about outcomes. We talk about solutions, and they don't get our solutions. They don't understand our solutions. They don't know the root causes that led to us believing in these solutions. So stop pitching solutions. Talk about problems. Talk about root causes. And then talk about desired outcomes. And when all three of those are in agreement, and you've built some trust that they are comfortable having an open conversation with you. They see you're not trying to argue. They see you're not trying to debate. That's when you say, hey, what if we, I don't know, got rid of those con laws I was talking about earlier. The certificate of need laws that keep, da, 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 right? Now you've made some progress. Now you've introduced a libertarian solution. And then once you get their agreement on one or two or three of these big issues, just say, hey, I don't know if you know or not, I'm a libertarian, and this is um, this is what I'm fighting for. They, I, I, we want the same outcomes. We see the same problems. But I believe this solution is is right. Do you agree? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I can see. Okay. And then what you want to do from there is exactly what happened to me. You want to point him to, hey, well, if you're if you like this stuff, do you listen to podcasts? Do you, uh, you know, do you like to read news articles about politics? Are you on social media? We get you plugged in. Then plug them in with a good group. Point them to our leaders, our best speakers. Introduce them to Spike Cohen. And introduce them to Justin Amash. Introduce them to Dave Smith. Let them follow from a distance. Be there to answer questions. Because, guys, I we don't have to sell this product. We have to connect with people. We have the best product. When you have the ideal solution to all the world's problems, and, and no solution is perfect on a lot of things. I get it. But ours is hands down the best, and we know it. You don't have to convince them that the ideas are right. You just have to show them that I care and agree on the root causes and problems, and I care and agree on this desired outcome. Then they will be interested in what you have to say about it and what your take is. And it's going to be the slow rolling introduction that individualism always beats collectivism, that freedom always beats tyranny, and that uh, volunteerism always beats coercion. And it's that simple. And so have these conversations with coworkers, with friends, with family. Be excited to listen. Be excited to learn about them. Each one teach one. 
it's done. So that's my little strategy going into the holiday season. Now let's talk 2022, big picture. Um, we know Reno and the Libertarian Party, big changes are going to come. Um, and I'm excited about that. It is long overdue that we tell the truth openly, honestly, on a grand scale. Um, so how do you get ready and what can you do in 2022? Let's bring it back to the individual. Because we, we could spend all day talking about that. And I'm sure you're interested, but that's not what this show is about. This show is about the how-to in one-on-ones, individual, you and them. So, number one, make, if you haven't already, make the commitment to personal growth and development. Make the commitment to personal growth and development. It is so important that you sharpen your axe. Guys, you've all, okay, we get it. You've listened to all the podcasts. You've read all the theory. You know libertarianism, okay? It is time to execute. It is time to go. What does that mean? Well, it means you got to go talk to people. We got we are in the business of changing hearts and minds. So now is the time to engage. So if you've ever been in a world where you have to con- where you are trying to engage with people, it 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 sucks a lot of life out of you. It's difficult sometimes. It's hard. But you know what makes it easier? If your axe is sharp, if your skills are good, if you take care of yourself, if you know how to mentally prepare for your day. And even more importantly than that, I got off on this tangent the, the, a couple weeks back. And man, I, it is, I want to applaud all the people who go out and do activism. But listen to me. If you don't have bills plus $1,000 in the bank, do not go to a libertarian meeting. Don't stay, go, go, go DoorDash, go drive for Uber, go do something. You, you cannot change the world and be utterly broke at the same time. There are few human beings capable of that. If you are going to wield influence, you better be something that they aspire to, or at least don't look down on. Homeless people aren't out changing minds about politics. They're not change and 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 that's no knock on i i don't but people don't look at them and go well this guy's got it all figured out you want to at least have the facade that he's got something figured out take care of you you are the most valuable thing to this movement you you succeeding at life you succeeding with family you succeeding financially all of those things are more valuable to the liberty movement than you going to a, a party meeting, than you work in a booth, than you do, because if you're not right, then you're not helping. So get yourself right. And so what one of the things that we're going to do in 2022 is we're going to start a little little book club here at Cell Liberty. And one of our episodes every month, we're going to break down uh, a uh, personal growth and development book with either an expert in that field or on that book or the author themselves a lot of times so that you can have a path and a, a, a strategy when it comes to 
waking up every day and being the best version of yourself possible. Because if you don't know how you're going to pay for dinner after that booth at the the festival where you work the Libertarian Party booth, and then you don't know how you're going to pay for dinner when everybody says, hey, you guys want to go out and get something to eat afterwards? Nobody wants to be... You're, people are going to follow people that they look up to and want to be like. Get yourself in a position where people can look up to you. Just get it together. Clean out your car. Make your bed. Have some money in the bank so that you're financially okay to go do normal things. Then you can wield influence. But nobody is listening to the guy asking for money. Take care of yourself. Get it together, and we're going to do that. Commit to personal growth. Commit to reading every day. Commit to being a healthier you. All of these things are going to pay massive dividends in the movement. Number two. We knew what was coming in 2021. We knew these mandates, the vaccine passports. We knew all of that stuff was happening. And if you're like me, you know that this was just a trial run. Um, you can go as far down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole as you want to. But the reality is, whether by uh, you know intentional plan or making the most of the opportunity placed in front of them, this was a trial run. Lockdowns. Uh, social credit system, all of those things are on the agenda of our enemies. So we have to prepare for the next conversation to be had. Um, COVID, I believe, is running out of steam. They're going to try this Omicron stuff. It's just, I, I, maybe where you live, it's a struggle, but I'm just telling you, like, most of the world has moved on. I, I'm even here in the fifth largest metropolitan area. Maybe 10, 15% of people are wearing masks. It's, it's on its last leg. So what are we doing in 2022? Well, I, I, I think it's pretty clear. It's what they were trying to do in 2019 before this landed in their lap, and that is climate change. Um, there will be a continued push for the Green New Deal. There will be a continued look at, well, should people be allowed to commute to work? Should people be allowed to buy red meat? Um, and should health, you know, all, all of these things be determined by other factors? Who gets to have, let, you know, sort of let them eat cake of sorts? Potentially it's to implement social credit system but there is a secret weapon that they cannot account for in this debate and argument nuclear power solves it all it produces more energy no carbon dioxide it's perfectly clean there's all kinds of new nuclear reactors that are safer, that are essentially impossible to melt down. You can pull the plug out of the entire reactor and it turns itself off passively. All of this technology that we've developed over the last 70 years but yet have yet to really implement. Um, an abundance of natural resources that we've learned can be used for nuclear power. They have no answer because they want to push renewables 
just like government does. So they're going to push renewables like wind and solar. And what's going to happen with wind and solar is very simple. It is not going to be sustainable. We are not going to have enough electricity to charge cars, to run all this stuff. It is just not possible. Not to mention that those are not even net carbon negative in a lot of cases. But nuclear always is. Nuclear can run for 100 years at a plant. And the, uh, the, the, the waste can be recycled in new generators. So, anyways, you are going to need, if you want to push back on this in 2020, let me take you back to 2020. If you could have learned about respiratory viral uh, transmission studies, research, and, and had sort of your pseudo-internet degree on virology back in 2020 uh, or early 20 or 2019, how valuable would that have been in the conversations you've had? How powerful do you think we could have been pushing back on this and saying, actually, no, none of this shit makes sense. None of it makes any sense. But we weren't. They caught us where we, where we didn't know. And then they got to rely on this trust the expert stuff. Well, I'm telling you, go follow Michael Schnellenberger. Go follow James Ray, a Libertarian uh, Thorium Caucus. Uh, go follow uh, my friend Mark Schneider. And learn about nuclear power. Because it is going to be the only thing we can do to push back against the things that they're going to try to do with climate change. Be educated on it and say, look, they are lying to you. Because if they cared about climate change, this is what they would be doing. Nuclear power. And open their eyes. But first, you got to open yours. So go watch some documentaries. Pull it up on YouTube. Whatever you got to do. I think there's a couple really long ones. There's a six and a half hour uh, documentary on Thorium uh, on Amazon Prime. Learn this stuff so that you can have these conversations when they come up. Now is the time to master and prepare for the next fight. The third thing, and I believe this is going to be a much larger conversation that needs to be had, um, and it's, it's really a place where sort of normal society is seeding and losing to the progressive left and socialists. And that is employee and workplace relations. I know that sounds silly, but um, we it, what was it? Five years ago, six years ago, we thought the the push for a fifteen dollar minimum wage was ridiculous, and here it is. And it was because we scoffed and we laughed at uh, these people, and. It is so important. So if those employees that were making, say, $11, $12 an hour, if they left work fulfilled, felt like they contributed to a team, they had a good friend at work, they had all the tools and resources necessary to do their job well, and they felt like their manager cared about them, do you think they would be pushing for the same thing? Do you think they would be outside boycotting? I don't think so. So salespeople, entrepreneurs, managers, leaders, anyone that you come in contact with, give them your best. It is not a time in society to say, we 
we, we should just look at the free market principles. And if I can get a cheaper labor, et cetera, no. That is what's going to lead us to the communists and the socialists making a case to Gen Z that the, the capitalism doesn't work. Look at these greedy bastards running these companies. They'll fire you for a shareholder in a second. Take care of your people. It is time to lead. Take good care of them. Pay them what you can pay. Pay, pay them more than you can pay them, right? Put some faith in your people. Invest in your employees. Invest. And if you can't pay them, God, go out of your way to thank them. Make them feel valued. Give them the extra training. Set them on a path towards their next step. Because if you, if we continue in this world where, so our our, our parents hated their boss in the, in the uh, age of the shareholder, right? They hated their boss. Everybody hated their boss, hated their boss, hated their boss. Okay, and then we as millennials started to go, okay, this doesn't make any sense. We kind of embraced a little bit of an entrepreneurial spirit, started working for smaller businesses, etc. Gen Z's having none of it. They believe they should own the company. They believe they should own Amazon and that, you know, the, the rest of the system be damned. You have to value these kids. You have to show them that they matter. So take care of your employees or they are going to continue to push for this. Um, I think we can sort of end if we had business owners who went out of their way and did an exceptional job taking care of their, customers, their, their employees across the board. Take care of your employees first as a strategy. If we embrace that, all of this sort of idea of communism and let's go after the billionaires, et cetera, et cetera, it goes away because they love their job. They love their boss. They love their coworkers. It is time to step up as leaders in business and in industry and show that we are not the monsters that we are. And it's going to take effort and it's going to take change. It's going to take some listening but you can make a huge difference. So those are my three things that I think if we can we can do as me, as an individual, you as an individual in 2022. One, commit to personal growth and becoming the best version of yourself every single day. Read the books and put down the theory and pick up the 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 book on habits, the book on influence, the book on persuasion. And I'm going to give you a list if you need a list. Because all of this knowledge about libertarian theory, if we're not out changing people's hearts and minds with it, it is all for naught, my friends. Second thing, go learn about nuclear power. And Jared, I see you in the chat, my friend. The hardest part about selling these points is the overwhelming misinformation that has been spread. You're absolutely right. But the only thing that counters bad information is good information. And the evidence is out there. The scientific community backs up nuclear power. There is, it's all propaganda. And when you show them they've been lied to about the nuclear power propaganda, just like with COVID, when you show them they've been lied to, it sows distrust in the opposition. And so they will not want to necessarily say, well, we should just go to solar and wind because they know they've been lied to by those industries and that they could have had their power bill much cheaper years ago. They could have had, we could have had green energy two decades ago. 
We could have had an entirely green energy grid. And they didn't. Because of the propaganda that was spread. So show them that they're being lied to. Learn about nuclear power. It is going to be our biggest defense against uh, the Green New Deal in 2022. And if you don't know about it, other people are going to be talking about it. Um, and, and you're going to be kind of left with hat in hand when they say, well, the world's going to end and you're just okay with it. You're not going to persuade anybody who thinks that. you got to offer them something better. You go, actually, these people are lying to you because we could have had green energy 20 years ago and they're stopping it. Number three, if you're in a position of influence, manager, leader, Boy Scout troop leader, whatever it is, make the people around you feel valued. If it means pay them more, pay them more if you can do it. If it means chair, you know, take care of them, buy them don't, whatever it takes. If we continue as leaders in business to let our employees feel not heard, not respected, not cared about, not listened to, if we don't solve their problems, if we don't remove pain points from their, their work life and their lifestyle, that pushes them into the ideas of communism because they come and they hear some freaking douche on Twitter with his little hammer and sickle say, well, you provide all the labor, you provide all the value, yet your boss gets all the money. Why is that? That doesn't make any sense. And they'll go, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Nobody falls for that when you demonstrate your value. Demonstrate your value to your people. Make sure they're taken care of. Lead them. Inspire them. Help them become the best version of themselves. Pay them more if it needs to be. And we can stop this oncoming train. All right. I am going to be at the Arizona Libertarian uh, Party Convention. Myself and Brian will be teaching a workshop on cell liberty and how to have these conversations. It's going to be phenomenal. We've got Dave Smith coming, Spike and Tash Cohen, uh, Joe Jorgensen is going to be there, uh, along with uh, Jess Mears. Uh, just a laundry list of just phenomenal stuff. So go to uh, azlpconvention.weebly.com if you'd like to attend. It's, it, guys, the place we're having this convention at is just absolutely gorgeous. The most beautiful uh, resort I've ever seen. It's got mountains. So if you're up in like, uh, you know, the free, the New Hampshire's, the get on a plane, fly down to uh, sunny Tucson, Arizona, where it's going to be sunny and seventy during the day, and hang out. Let's hear uh, from Spike, uh, from Dave, from all the best. And, uh, oh, Scott Horton's going to be there too. Holy crap. How did I forget about Scott Horton? So we got Scott Horton coming as well. And it's going to be not only a uh, convention where you can learn a lot and meet a lot of cool people and uh, interact and see that this liberty movement is real and in person, um, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun too. Uh, we, it's sunny. There's a heated pool. Uh, we've got some activities planned, maybe going to the gun range, a lot of stuff. There are limited tickets available. Uh, so go to azlp.weebly.com for that. And yeah, uh, I appreciate you guys letting me be a part of your 2021. Have a 
fantastic have a merry christmas uh a happy hanukkah or happy kwanzaa whatever it is that you celebrate uh and man i am really 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 fired up and excited about what is coming in 2022 so uh that being said have a fantastic night we'll see you next year thanks for listening to the brian nichols show Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Want to help us reach more people? Give the show a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Find us at briannicholsshow.com and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on social media at bnicholsliberty and consider donating to the show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Trust the experts. We're all in this together. If it saves one life. Raise your hand if you heard any of those tiresome phrases over the past year and a half. I know my hand is currently raised. Millions of people across dozens of industries were labeled unessential and forced to lock down with livelihoods and futures crushed in an instant. And as government has continued to expand its power and leverage fear to turn neighbor against neighbor, a group of filmmakers have taken a stand and are determined to help set the record straight on the importance of following the actual science of the pandemic. Follow the Science on Lockdowns and Liberty from the Sound Mind Creative Group is a brand new docu-series highlighting the stories of those negatively impacted over the past year and a half by ineffective government policies enacted in the name of following the science. With noted experts like Nick Hudson from Panda, the Pandemic Data and Analytics Organization, healthcare policy advisors like Scott Atlas, and telling the stories of business owners, families, and just your average everyday person harmed by these government mandates. Follow the Science on Lockdowns and Liberty is giving us a chance to make sure the true stories of the pandemic are told. So please help us at The Brian Nichols Show in supporting the Sound Mind Creative Group. With noted figures in the Liberty Movement like Dr. Tom Woods donating thousands of their own dollars to this project, you know just how important this project is. So head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash follow the science to donate and catch their brand new trailer to the docuseries one more time. That's briannicholsshow.com forward slash follow the science.